I am the architect. I created the Matrix. Shall we play a game? Is Bernie Sanders out on to something? I mean, he's finally come up with this thing that I've talked about for a long time, which is can we use Medicare as a single-payer plan? Is Bernie Sanders finally on to something for the Democrats? And I have with me today Brian Clausen, a Kansas Democrat. And he's an expert on the Bernie Sanders bill. And he's got his laptop open in front of him. Uh, he told me the bill is 96 pages long. And for the next 15 minutes, we're going to talk about the Bernie Sanders bill. Is it a bill, Brian? Yeah, they refer to it as the Medicare for All Act, Medicare for All bill. So, yes, you, you can definitely call it a bill. Well, what's it about? Uh, <clears throat> well, like I just said, they refer to it as a Medicare for All, and um, that's definitely the goal. Some people will call it a single payer as well, but it essentially accomplishes the same thing. And um, uh, Let me interrupt you for a second there. Why are the Republicans, why do they seem to be against a single-payer plan? What is wrong with that? Well, it would certainly decrease profits for probably some of their highest contributors, which are pharmaceutical companies and, and uh, insurance providers, uh, CEOs of insurance providers, I should probably say. So um, that's pretty much, it seems to me anyway, the main reason that they would be against Bernie Sanders' proposed plan and are currently trying to uh, speed through their own uh, plan filed by Senators uh, Graham and Cassidy. Okay, we'll get to the Graham and Cassidy bill in a second, but tell us a little bit more about the Bernie Sanders plan. Um, well, it's, again, Medicare for all, so, and I'm by no means uh, an expert, although I appreciate the compliment, <laughs> but... Uh, I am definitely getting all of my information from other experts. Uh, the healthcare in general is just an extremely convoluted and complicated. But, but you have subject. the bill in front of you, right? Uh, yeah, I do. But um, essentially, the goal is that he wants to push us towards what a lot of uh, European countries have been doing for a long time, and that would be that you know your emergency room visits, your you know regular doctor visits. Prescription costs would certainly go down as well. Um, deductibles and things like that uh, would, at the time of you know service from emergency rooms or your doctors, would be free. Uh, there would be zero cost deductible, zero cost for you know anything, any other service that they may bill you for now, and it would be paid for by. Tax subsidies. Brian, um, Brian, excuse me. I'm on Medicare. Yes. If Bernie Sanders' bill goes through, and by the way, I pay about $200 a month on Medicare. Yeah. Would that stay the same or would it go away under the Bernie Sanders plan? I'm not certain about monthly costs. Uh, I am not certain about how that might change uh, or fluctuate, but um, the main message that I think Bernie Sanders and all the other Democrats who have uh, co-sponsored this bill want to get across is that 
the taxes would increase on the top 5% of income earners in the United States. Uh, the majority of the tax increases would actually be applied to the top one-tenth of 1% 1 of income earners in the United States. So, uh, you know, 95% of people would see essentially no change to the current tax rate that they pay right now. So under Bernie's plan, he, he's indicating he would pay for his plan by raising the taxes on wealthy people. Correct. Yeah, that's essentially what he plans to do. And is this bill, what's the status of this bill? It's in Congress, it's in the Senate? Uh, currently, it's just been proposed. I don't even know if they've talked about it in committee yet. Um, Was Bernie Sanders a senator or a congressman? Senator, yeah. Senator, senator from, from Vermont, Vermont, right? Yep, yep. So he would have proposed this to the Senate or the Senate committee. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. Um, and like I said, I don't know how much it's been talked about um, other than, you know, by, you know, the press and, uh, everyone else in the public. Um, they definitely haven't had any sort of bipartisan talks about it. Uh, I don't think the Republicans, for the most part, are willing to even um, discuss it yet. At Why least is that? Well, as I mean, mentioned earlier um, that they are trying to push through their own bill, the Graham-Cassidy health care bill. Um, and when I say push through, I mean that literally. Uh, they're trying to get that done, get that voted on anyway, without really a Congressional Budget Office score or much chance for anyone to really, um, what's the word I'm looking for, really sink their teeth into it and find out exactly what it is they're proposing. But so far, um, everything that I've personally read about the Graham-Cassidy bill uh, would mean increased premiums for everyone, would mean... Uh, Pre-existing conditions uh, may very well not be covered. Uh, Republicans, I think their talking point for the Graham-Cassidy-Obamacare uh, repeal is that it gives rights to the states to choose uh, what they want to do uh, for their own health care, um, which is something that Republicans say a lot for a lot of the things they propose, states' rights and all that sorts of stuff, which is... Fine sometimes, but other times, I just don't think it's a good idea to have 50 different health care systems. Yeah, and I agree with you. Let's go to Bernie Sanders for a second. Now, his bill is how, how long? Uh, 96 pages. I only got a chance to read through why, that. Why does it book. take 96 pages to simply say, hey, we're going to offer Medicare to uh, people that don't have insurance? Well, there's a lot of other considerations that have to be made, and lots of lawyers speak for sure. Uh, you know, provisions that make that, you know, ensure that it's put into law that, you know, no coverage can be denied based on someone's someone's race or national origin or religion or anything. Any okay. other. This reasons. is this is where I'm confused, because uh, let's take the Medicare program I'm on. Sure. When it's time for me to be on it, I'm on it. In other words, you reach a certain age. Medicare covers you. End of story. You don't have to fill out a form that says how sick you are or what your preconceived, no conditions you have to disclose. So is Bernie, is Bernie Sanders saying he wants to use Medicare the same way I use it now? Or is he saying you have to apply for Medicare and, or, or Medicare and fill out these forms about what your illnesses are and things like that? He mentions that specifically. Uh, the, I'm just 
Quoting directly here from the bill, the mechanism shall include a process for the automatic enrollment of individuals at the time of birth and at the time of immigration into the United yeah. States, other acquisition of qualified resident status. So if I have a child tomorrow under Bernie's plan, he's covered under Medicare. Uh, if this bill were active as of today, yes, that would be true. Okay, so we're pretty sure this bill will never pass. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be so sure about that. They have, you know, co-sponsors from pretty much every Democrat in the Senate and certainly lots of public support. Um, well, you know, recent recent polls have suggested that Americans are ready and willing to try the European system. And, you know, we've been looking for ways for hundreds of years to decrease our costs. Well, here's my point. So, Let's, think, here's my point. So I have a child tomorrow, and he's now covered under Medicare. And, I, and somehow we decide whether or not I pay for that or not. Okay, he grows up. At 25, he gets a job with Cerner Corporation. Now, does he drop his Medicare and now take the Cerner plan at this point? Um, you know, 25 years from now, I'm not sure how that would work. Um as of right now. Well, as of right now, yeah. under Bernie's plan, if I enrolled in Bernie's plan tomorrow, but I get covered by a corporation two days from now, what do I do? Take the best deal or am I not covered by one? How does that work? You can still keep uh, your individual plan if you so wish, uh, your plan with, you know, whatever uh, your provider is, you know, through your company or, you know, just individually. Uh, if you decide that you like it, you can keep it. Um, this is what confuses me. Under Medicare, I don't have a provider. Okay. I just have Medicare. Right. Now, I don't even know how exactly it works in detail, but I guess somewhere, and I pay my money to the federal government. Right. goes to Medicare. So somehow they offload it to some insurance company, but when my doctor bills Medicare, he bills Medicare at federal government, Medicare.gov. So... The problem I see with Bernie Sanders' bill is that he's creating a, he's saying, well, you can go out and get a provider. Whereas what I'm suggesting is that if you want Medicare, anybody, you just go to the Medicare.gov site and put your name in and you're on it. Right. End of story. And the 15 million people or whatever the number is that would lose their care if we just got rid of Obamacare, those 15 million people... Somebody with a database would take all those 15 million people and go cut and paste, and they would be on Medicare, I just think, like that. I think that is, um, you know, certainly the goal. Bernie, Bernie Sanders and other Democrats don't want to leave anyone uncovered, and that's the goal with Medicare for All with single payers to ensure that everyone is covered for health insurance and that costs are as low as possible. I think um, the idea with allowing people to keep their coverage from private health insurances to create that sort of gradual transition right now, 10, 15, 20 years from now, um, people may very well not have that option to keep any sort of private health insurance and would have to be enrolled in this Medicare for all coverage if this bill is passed within the next 12 to 18 months. Now, the current deficit that the administration makes up, or let's say the taxpayer makes up on Obamacare, and I could have this wrong, but I believe it's about seven or eight billion a month. And so that's to cover the 
15 million people that are on Obamacare that can't afford it. So every month, uh, the, ins the insurance companies that cover these people get a check from the federal government. That's one of the arguments that the Democrats have, make, have been making, that a, a Trump wants to do it a month at a time. Like, I'm going to pay this month, but I'm not sure if I'm going to pay the insurance companies next month. This makes the insurance companies obviously pretty worried. But right now, that money is sent. Now, so my question to you about the uh, Bernie Sanders plan is that, is he saying that 7 or $8 billion a month to cover those 50 million people go away? Or is it now made up by increased uh, revenues from taxing wealthy Americans? Uh, increased revenue from taxing wealthy Americans. Um, there wouldn't be, I don't believe there would be that sort of monthly cost that, you know, you pay for Medicare that um, those under the age of, is it, I'm sorry, is it 62 or is well, Medicare, you can go on Medicare at 65. 65. Automatically, right? 60. Okay. Um, and so anyone younger than that who has their monthly premiums, um, I don't believe that those would essentially exist anymore on a monthly basis. Um, again, uh, single-payer health care, the Medicare for All Act, would be paid for by taxes. So, I mean, as it is right now, uh, you know, deductions are taken out of your uh, weekly or monthly paycheck, however often you get paid. Well, on Medicare, job, it's so. taken out, if you enroll in it, it's taken out of your Social Security check. Uh, yeah, I'm like, you know, for, for all of us in, in general, that's how the Medicare subsidies are paid for by all the taxpayers is that a little bit is taken out of monthly paycheck. Yeah, we pay for the insurance. We pay for Medicare. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so I believe that it may work on that same level or it may work that, you know, when you pay your taxes every April, uh, that's how it would get paid for. I don't mean to make it sound like a lump sum. I don't think it would work that way. Um, paying for it, somebody else can uh, probably explain the whole process. This is why this bill will never get passed. Why can't it, why can't we have a bill that is simple. Why does it take 96 pages to simply say we're going to enroll all the people in Obamacare in Medicare? In, in Medicare, I, that only takes like one paragraph. Well, lawyers never do anything simply. I think well, we all. I think we all. That's know why that, they but... don't. That's why this deal will never sell. Nobody will understand it. Um, you may be the only only person that's actually opening up the bill and reading it. For sure, the senators aren't reading it. I hope that's not true. I hope that everyone who has a vote on it would uh, certainly read it. You got to be kidding. No, that's. I hope that they we would. know from history they don't read. Their staff might read it, and I and I would hope that their staff would give them competent advice. Um, but uh, I do believe this act, the Medicare for All Act, to be less complicated than the health care system that we currently have in place. Um, well, it, wait a minute. it doesn't some... eliminate Medicare. It builds on Medicare. Yeah. It, it this allows, system builds on Medicare. It essentially allows everyone, no matter your age, to, to be on Medicare, the Medicare right. program. Yeah. And I just think that the way to sell this, if I was a Democrat, I would say, we're going to kill Obamacare, but we're not going to affect anybody's taxes now because we're paying for Obamacare now, $8 billion a month, whatever the number is, right? So we're not going to change any taxes. We're just going to take all the people that were on Obamacare, put them into Medicare, and then we'll reimburse the insurance companies every month just like we do now. So no taxes have been affected. Nobody pays more. Nobody pays less. 
right? And all the 15 million people that theoretically would have lost their insurance because of Obamacare or switching to some other plan now have it. The websites work. I mean, I could do that in like an afternoon. I just take this database of 15 million people. They don't care whose site they're on or what, what insurance plan they're under. All they care about is when they go to the doctors, they have a little card that says Medicare 46389. Uh, yeah, that's very true. And I mean, honestly, I I definitely agree with you on that. Well, you're a Democrat. Why don't you stand up, write a letter to, to this guy, Bernie Sanders, or in Kansas and say, why don't we come up with a one-page Medicare plan? Kill Obamacare. I mean, it's, you know, that would be very tough. But um, that's, that selling point that you mentioned there, I actually kind of agree with you. Yeah. There's actually been some kind of sad and also kind of funny at the same time. Um, research that has been done, polls that have been done, that Republican voters like the Affordable Care Act but don't like Obamacare. They don't realize that it's the same thing. Exactly. So, uh, that like, is the whole point of trying to keep things simple is that, yeah, people get confused. Uh, I just think that those polls show that a lot of Republicans out there just don't like the fact that Obama's name is attached to it. Oh, I think it shows people are just poor readers. I mean... They don't know the difference. They don't think about it much. It's like I say, the only thing people really care about is you have a card... It says insurance on it, and it's got a number. And when I go to the doctors, he takes that card and that number, and I get treated. That's what people care about. They don't care about the 96 pages. They really don't even care who pays for it, frankly. Uh, they don't really know who pays for it because they don't understand how it works anyway. They write a check to the government. The government puts money here, puts money there. But they do care about can they get that card and go to the doctors. And as long as they have that, you're right. They're not going to care about a single word in this 96 page act but uh the reason it's so long and 96 pages uh certainly is uh, pretty long but um because it's so long because we can't write anything uh short that makes sense we have to write it long so it's complex it's like the uh the accounting uh act where they where they started the simplified accounting procedure was a it was a 972-page bill to simplify the tax program. Here we have a, a medical bill that's 96 pages long that will never pass because the Democrats don't understand good marketing. Look at Coca-Cola. After all these years, what do their ads say? Drink Coke. They don't have one good reason why you should drink Coke except drink Coke. So for 50 years... People have been drinking Coke because the message is so simple. The dumbest person can figure out what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to go out and buy Coke and drink it. And if they do, they'll be young, they'll be healthy, they'll look good, they'll be pretty, they'll be cute, they'll wear good clothes, they'll be athletes, and everyone will like them. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, and I mean, sure, I don't disagree with you that there's, you know, beauty in the simplicity. Um, but... Coca-Cola is not, you know, a law. The Declaration of Independence, the Constitution is longer than one or two pages. Uh, you know, there's, when laws are made, there has to be that language, that text within the law that covers every possibility and every outcome that, you know, could possibly happen. And that's the reason that there's so much of that, you know, quote-unquote, that lawyer speak and, and, 
that's the reason. You that it's send so a sound as if you're negative. Is lawyer speak a negative term? No, no, not in this context because again, it has to make sure that every possibility is covered. That we talk about any provision that could be important for lawmakers and law abiders alike. Okay, so let me give, let me give an example of what I mean by implementation. Tomorrow this bill passes. I want to be covered under this bill. What do I do? Um, I don't think you really have to do anything. It's, I'm just covered automatically? I'm yeah, just a human being? I go to the doctors? He's going to ask me for my insurance card. Am I going to get a card? Uh, I mean, most likely. Yeah. Well, I'll bet uh, you $100 right now as I sit. There's nothing in there that tells me or the average person how to get their card. Uh, you you lose because I'm looking at it right now. There's, <laughs> okay, there's, there's, I take my bet back. Yeah, there's there's a section that's <laughs> what you know, is big, big headline, read. issuance of universal medical okay, cards. Okay, read that to um, us. Secretary shall provide for the issuance of a universal medical card that shall be used for purposes of identi identification and processing claims. Um, and... That is uh, where it stops, quite honestly. So okay, so in so other words, I call the secretary, right? right? There. I call the secretary and he gives me my card? I don't think you have to call them, no. They the just send it to me? Is going to they just know where I am? Cards. Well, I mean, yeah, you file taxes, so they have uh, your address. Yeah, but, I, but if I've already been covered, let's say, by my corporation, is he going to send me another card? Um, if you choose to... Be a part of the Medicare. Well, at for which point? Yes. At which point do I? How do I sign up for that option? What do I do? I don't know. To so be in other words, honest, it doesn't so tell us how how to actually do it. I'm sure it does, but again, 96 pages, and I haven't read the whole thing. We have one paragraph so, on the implementation, which to me is a typical, almost like the way corporation works. 35 pages on what we're going to do, but nothing on the implementation. Like, what do I do on Monday? Well, we don't. We're not dealing with that. We just deal with like the overall objective here. So, the secretary of what? Which secretary, by the way? Uh, the secretary of health, I imagine. Oh, it doesn't say there. Not in that specific paragraph. It just says the secretary. I, if I scroll to the top. It was so, the secretary of health. By the way, read the opening uh, headlines of the bill, like how they describe the bill and the purposes and all that. Sure. It might be uh, interesting to our readers, and and it, so if they're going to Google the bill, they could pick it up. So, what is it? What does it say actually? Establishment of Universal Medicare Program, Universal Entitlements. Uh, hereby established a national health insurance program to provide comprehensive protection against the costs of health care and health-related services uh, in accordance with standards specified in this act. What's like the first paragraph say? Uh, in general, every individual who is a resident of the United States is entitled to benefits for health care services under this act. A resident, whether they're a citizen or not. Uh, it does say resident here, but it, I think I read that part earlier that they have yeah. to be a, a legal resident. I don't believe that an undocumented citizen would be able to qualify for coverage under this. So if I'm a legal Although resident... I don't believe they would be denied treatment either if they no, they're not denied treatment now if you go to the er you usually get treated have to right human rights you know and human i care and all i don't really understand that but yeah so as far as i know even talking to the only doctor i know closely he says they have to treat everybody at the er yeah but i always and, wonder um, about that that's why a lot of people go to the er someone who only really needs 
a basic checkup or they only have like, you know, maybe a bad cold or something, if they're not covered or their coverage is really bad, then they'll just go to the ER. And that's part of the problem. And that's where a lot of taxpayers uh, will see, I think, relief in that people will be able to go to their standard doctor for standard care rather than just having to go to the ER for that kind of thing. Do you recommend, as a Kansas Democrat, that everybody that listens to this podcast go to Google and read this bill? I certainly do, yeah. It's um, very beneficial to get it you know, straight from the source. Uh, it's, I, I are you a lawyer? There are, no, not so even. So do you understand what lawyers say in legalese? I mean... For the most part, this is fairly easy to read. It's not too, the words, you know, it's not too complicated. Sentences aren't, you know, long run-ons. It's not, it's not like, you know, reading tax law or anything like so that. So you think the average person um, can understand this bill? Uh, I do believe so, yes. Um, but if they're looking for, you know, simpler breakdowns, don't want to read a 96-page bill, I can't think of really. They could go to MSNBC and get uh, a summary? Wouldn't recommend MSNBC in general. I was going to recommend just a few people, one of which is a guy named Andy Slavitt, S-L-A-V-I-T-T. Uh, if you're on social media, his a wonderful Twitter follow. Um, he uh, ran the Medicare and Medicaid for President Obama. Uh, he certainly had the experience long before working for President Obama uh, to qualify him for running those kinds of programs. What's he do now? He runs a website or something? Uh, he's, he's a columnist, uh, and he will basically just let you know what's going on in the healthcare world because it is incredibly complicated. Uh, it is. Tell our so, listeners the, the name of this person again and how to contact them. Andy Slavitt, S-L-A-V-I-T-T, Twitter handle A Slavitt. Um, he really just provides all the information you need to know in an easily digestible form. Well, Brian, as usual, you're a very intelligent person. You bring a, a whole level of objectivity to this whole discussion. Uh, just a couple more minutes here. I know you have an opinion on the bill the Republicans have put forward. Uh, tell us the name of that bill and what your opinion is on that. Uh, the the Graham-Cassidy ACA um, Obamacare repeal. Uh, my thoughts on that are it's inhumane. Uh, they're trying to fast-track this, put it through without a CBO score, which if the Democrats had tried to do the same thing in 2009 uh, with the Affordable Care Act, they would have absolutely lost their minds. Um, but it's estimated that 32 million people would lose coverage. The people who still can get coverage uh, would see their premiums and their deductibles uh, increase through the roof. Uh, and the big thing with it is um, the tax cuts. And what this bill is trying to do is allocate more dollars to Republican states, Georgia, Alabama, not just the ones in the South, obviously, but allocate more dollars to Republican states while taking away dollars from states that are more likely to vote Democrat. And there are... Uh, sources uh, for that information. Um, I don't have it pulled up here, but um, if you follow this guy that I mentioned, uh, he's tweeted out screenshots of how 
the exact amount of dollars that would be, you know, reallocated between states. Um, so just beyond that, um, it's incredibly inhumane, incredibly detrimental to the American people in general. And I sincerely hope that it never comes to a vote because Mitch McConnell would never call this to a vote if they don't have the majority. Well, Brian, as usual, you've been a very entertaining and I would say very objective guest, right? You're, you uh, are not partisan. I can tell that in a minute. But I hope that you will take your view on the uh, Bernie Sanders bill and write some people on it. Because I think that what Bernie Sanders has suggested, and I, you know I'm a Republican. I voted for Trump. I believe in his policies. But I do believe in, in and I, I'll use the term, universal health care. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we wouldn't have private health care, too. It means that anybody that uh, even can't afford it would be covered. So... And I like Medicare because it seems to work. There's already 60 million people on it. I think Bernie Sanders has a chance of passing it, but I don't think he'll ever be able to do it by himself or even with co-sponsors because, A, he comes across as being too liberal. He comes across as, uh, well, the Saturday Night Live has made too much fun of him. They need a serious younger person uh, who uh, understands health care to be the spokesperson on this. And they need to get another name for it. I hate to say it, but uh, names do matter. And universal health care is kind of like a bad name. It sounds like we're a socialist, communist uh, country. But I, I agree with what Bernie says all the time. He says, hey, look, if all these other countries uh, in Europe and Canada can provide health care for everybody, why can't we? And, and we don't. Yeah, exactly. You know, if all these countries can figure it yeah. out, and by the way, have had it figured out right. for almost 100 years, right. then we certainly should be right. able to as well. Yeah. Um, our health care coverage, our health care provide, providing for our citizens has been ranked by the World Health Organization as one of the worst in all of all developed countries in the world. And that needs to change. Um, but in terms of marketability and, you know, all... I'll agree with you on that one, too. The Democrats are not very good at naming things, are not very good at selling things. You know, I think one of the sayings out there in politics is that Democrats are best at governing, but the worst at winning elections. That's great. Um, so, uh, And if you're looking for a younger face, the senator from uh, New Jersey, Cory Booker, has uh, thrown his support behind the Medicare for All bill as well. That's what I think it needs. Well, Brian, thanks very much. I appreciate you coming on the uh, show again today. I'm sure our listeners enjoyed what you had to say. I'm sure our listeners uh, can benefit by looking at the bill themselves, by going to the uh, people that you mentioned. So thank you very much. Uh, anything you want to say at the end here before we completely sign off for the day? Uh, thank you again for having me on. Um, all I did to find the full text of the bill was Google uh, Medicare for All. You can find it on uh, sanders.senate.gov. So make sure you include that URL, that URL in your Google search. And that's all for today on Bob Sherwood with webtalkwithbob at gmail.com with Brian Clausen, a Kansas Democrat, talking to, talking with a Kansas Republican. Signing off, have a great day. See you tomorrow.